Like our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you believe that life and business success only happens when you are young and hungry? Think about some of the most famous entrepreneurs who achieve their greatest success later in life after a few trials and setbacks. Welcome to Second Wind Success with your host, Gene Garino. Get ready to take the journey. The best in life is just ahead. Here's Gene Garino. Welcome back, everybody. This is Gene Garino with Second Wind Success. Here with my co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. Hello, Carolyn. Hello. I'm so pleased to be here again with you. I, you know, I enjoy <laughs> these calls so much. I love them. So we I'm excited about fun. today. I am too. Today we're going to talk about residential assisted living. That's the topic. That's what we're going to talk about because it is the place to be for baby boomers. I mean, whether they're getting into the business or helping their parents in assisted living or maybe even checking in themselves eventually. I know we don't want to talk about it, but this show, Second Wind Success, is all about helping baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. Now, what I've been doing, and I discovered this about 15 years ago, is assisted living on a residential basis. But 15 years ago, there was nobody out there who could tell me how, show me how, walk me through the process. So I had to do it myself. And there was a lot of hard knocks, a lot of lessons that were learned. But as soon as I did my first one, there were people asking me immediately, show me how. Show me how it's done so I can do it too. And that's where the Residential Assisted Living Academy really was born. So from that point, now we have trainings where people come from literally all over the world. This last training we just did, Carolyn, wasn't it so good at the training? We had people from Brazil, from Toronto from uh, Australia, from Malaysia, all over the place that were coming together as well as all over the U.S. to learn about residential assisted living. I mean, it was so exciting to have all those people in that room. It was great. Um, and, you know, this group, uh, in, these are limited classes. It's not like we fill it up with hundreds of people. What we're doing is making sure that there is a good amount of people so there's great networking that's going on, but also great amount of learning that can happen. And that's a, fi- you know, that's a fine balance. And, Gene, you do such a great job of doing that. Um, you know, it's, only, it's limited to about 50 people. That's it. So that we, so that they can get the amount, you know, the amount of learning that goes on. You got it. It's like drinking water from a fire hose usually. So in this case, you have to get enough information that you can take the next step. This is perfect size classes for this, not those big, huge seminar classes. Yeah, it really is works out just so well. And you know, when we say fifty, actually, a lot of those people bring a spouse or a partner. So it's a great opportunity for some of you that are looking for a business for the family, for yourself, your spouse, yourself, and a son or daughter, or mother and father, or those who are business partners, and maybe you just haven't quite found what you're looking for yet. So it was great to have all those people there. And each one of the classes is sold out, and is sold out weeks and weeks in advance. 
The next one's coming up in June. It's June 2 through 4. So those of you who, as you're listening, if you're saying, hey, I want to find out about this, I'm going to give you a phone number. I encourage you to write it down right now and call this number anytime during this show or anytime you'd like more information on residential assisted living. That phone number is 480-704-3065. 480-704-3065. Now I want to start, and Carol, I'm going to give my story and then I want you to give us yours, how you got started, why you were attracted to this. But I know for me, it started with the business side. I mean, I, I, I knew there's opportunity to, to make money here. And then it became the personal side of being able to help other people, specifically my mother. So for me, it was really that one-two punch. And when I first heard about it 15 years ago, again, nobody to teach me how, but it kind of fell off my radar. I did other things, did investing in real estate, other businesses, and so on. And then about four years ago, my mom started to need help. And the real estate market had crashed uh, five years ago, six years ago, and the real estate was down at a low point. And I said, this is the perfect time to gather up the properties to be able to do this. And with my mother needing help on a personal side, when she started to need help, I started to now face this the way a lot of people do from the real world perspective. What are you going to do? And when mom needs help, when dad needs help, I mean, my goodness, you start by looking at the family and some of those people in the family, brothers and sisters, they can't just give up the job. They can't just give up their cash flow and their income to take care of mom and dad. So now they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. What do I do? And then the next thing you do is you look to outside people to come in to take care of mom. And that's 20 to $25 per hour. So if you have somebody in there 10 hours a day, that's two, $300 a day to have somebody take care of mom. That's a lot of money. That could be $6,000 a month when you really add it up. So the concept of bringing somebody in to take care of mom is one idea, but that's only limited. And I couldn't get quit the job and I couldn't stop doing what I do. It's not that I work a nine to five and I have flexible schedule, but I'm also not designed to be a caregiver. I don't think that's the way I was created. So, that's why I got into it, because I knew there was a business opportunity. I personally saw that there was a need. And when I looked for the solution, really the only choices I had were a big box solution. I'll describe what that means in a minute. But CJ, what attracted you to this industry? Because you're in it too. So what, what attracted you to it? So I'll tell you a story. Um, I have, my grandmother was one of seven actually one of nine, but uh, five of them were um, sisters. And many of them lived up in the San Francisco Bay Area. So I was pretty much raised with my grandparents. Um, My mother was a single mom. um, And so I got to spend a lot of time around older people. And as somebody who grows up with that, you see what they're encountering, right? You see how they make uh, end-of-life plans. You see how illness in a hospital um, works for them. And... If they don't have money or if they do have money, the one thing that they all need is they get old enough that they need care. So activities of daily living. I was a former long-term care insurance specialist. That was what I did for insurance, and I helped people just like you um, out there making a decision on what they needed to do in case and hopefully we all live to a ripe old age and die in our sleep, but that's unfortunately not what happens all the time. So I had an early awareness that this was a problem. What I didn't know until you and I spoke 
at Harvard on economic issues affecting entrepreneurs, uh, we were both invited to speak there, was how intense of a population bump and how much care is going to be required in just a few years. We're already experiencing some of that. Many people who listen to the show already know that they have had trouble trying to find a good place. And when I say a good place, we mean a place where, you know, you feel safe leaving your um, loved one there and you know that they're going to be taken care of. In my case, my aunt had a horrible experience. And that's what made me very aware that there are different levels of um, residential assisted living homes. And to get a good one, you have to sometimes get on a waiting list and hope that you can get in there um, before it's too late. So when I heard you speak, I knew that this was for me. Now, understand I've been very successful in the Internet marketing industry as a consultant to people and strategizing their marketing and helping them uh, grow their businesses and things like that. But this, for me, was really where I wanted to be for my own older age. As you know, I'm over 50. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel coming. I've been around it. So I wanted not only a place that I could be proud of to be a business owner um, of, I also wanted a place that I could put my own aunt or uncle or grandparent in. I wanted that kind of place, the kind of place that we looked for and had to search for and was so difficult to find, along with being um, and saving enough money for my own retirement and my own care. Because I'm over 50, look, we're running out of time to save up that money, and it's not cheap. I was just talking to a woman coming, uh, flying from Phoenix back here um, one of the things that she said was she was in San Diego, and for her father to stay in her, his own home cost $7,000 a month minimum, and this was a few years back. This is $7,000 in San Diego to stay in your own home. I don't know how many people have $7,000 to spend, and trust me, it's more than that now, but your cost, is, it, gets, it gets high. It's just the way that it is. So... How do we get that quality of care? And the way that we do that is by having residential assisted homes where we're sharing the expense of what it takes to run all that, and we can choose people that are really qualified and very good. That's, you know, I didn't know that you did the long-term care. That's uh, very interesting, and I want to touch on that, but you just said 7000 to live in its own home. Was that with some care being provided, or is that just the cost of the home? No, that was 24-7 care, four different people, seven days a week, and that does wow. not include, that's just the care. That does not include taxes on the home, upkeep of the home. It didn't include any, you know, uh, lawn keep or anything like that. That wasn't another additional expense. That was just for care in the home. And that's actually a fairly reasonable price, $7,000. i have heard 20000 from some people when you talk 24-hour care. So 7000 was good, but it was just striking me, CJ, because I haven't really thought about it this way. When somebody moves out of their own home, if they sell it, there's no mortgage payment, no tax no repair, maintenance, upkeep, utilities, all of those things that they were spending money on, which could easily be two to 5000 a month, depending on where they live. Taxes are getting so high. So a lot of people could just sell their home and move into the assisted living, and a big chunk of that is already being paid for. Wow, interesting. Yeah, so, and look, and I, I mean, their ho- their, when we spoke, their home was, their home was uh, mm-hmm. paid for, but many people's homes are not paid for. 
you know, I travel all over the country, and it's really interesting how high the taxes have gotten in some areas. Where I'm in Arizona, and I think the taxes are some of the lowest in the country, property tax, school tax, that type of thing. You can take a, a half a million dollar home, and the taxes might be $3,000. Take that same home and move it into Pennsylvania, and it's $12,000. It's crazy. Uh, take that same home and put it in New York. The home itself, first of all, costs three times as much, and the taxes could be 20000 a month. So that just blows me away that somebody, especially who's gone through life, they're now 80 years old, they own the home free and clear, but now they've got a $1,500 a month tax bill that has to be paid, plus the upkeep. No wonder their homes sometimes get, uh, they need maintenance, let's put it that way. But let me go back, because you mentioned the long-term care insurance, and that itself, I think a lot of people assume, and wrongfully so, they assume that the state's going to take care of them, or maybe they thought about the long-term care insurance. But long-term care insurance, that's a private insurance policy that is a solution to pay for somebody's long-term care. You know, in your experience, what do you think? How many people out there, percentage-wise or numbers-wise, do you think might even have that kind of insurance? Not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. Yeah, not enough. Um, Because, look, we have to be a little pragmatic. Um, For those of us that are over 50 or have family members that are over 50, um, it's time for the what I call the come to Jesus talk. Mm. You have to talk money. Um, For somebody who's as pragmatic as my I am, my father died when he was 72 due to an aneurysm. We had not had that conversation, believe it or not. We had touched on it, but thought we had time. So he passes on, I can't find a will. I have no idea what else um, he has. I don't know if he's got insurance policies, beneficiaries. I know nothing about this. It is so important to to family legacy and for smoothness because you're emotional. Your, Your parent has just passed on or your loved one has just passed on. There's a lot of stress involved. You have to plan for a funeral if you can. Where's the money coming for a funeral? Did they have funeral insurance? These are conversations yeah. that are very important. You know, and with unfortunately, we're really trying to help baby boomers find that second win for business and life. But reality is, just like you said, it come to Jesus. There's a time where you've got to talk about these things. You have to have a plan. Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to have to take care of it. And it's a lot of times the adult children who are now older, but they don't have a clue what is left behind. And a lot of times it's a big mess. So we're going to, you know, I want to talk about that insurance a little bit because I'm guessing some people who are listening. And by the way, if you want to call in, feel free. But if you want to contact us at the Residential Assisted Living Academy, call us at 480-704-3065, and we'll have a conversation, 480-704-3065. If you'd rather just send an email, send it to Gene, that's G-E-N-E, at ralacademy.com. Gene at ralacademy.com. Love to have that conversation or answer some questions. But I bet a lot of people have questions about insurance. I mean, well, let's talk about that for a minute. And how to, in, in the next segment, we'll talk about how do people pay for this? Because it's not inexpensive. The average right now for a private room in assisted living is $3,600 per month per resident. And that's for an average home. And I've been into enough homes to realize you don't want to live in or stay in an average home. You want it to be above average, nicer than. So it's really four, five, six thousand is kind of a, a reasonable home. 
And there's homes out there that are 8, 10, 12, 15, 20,000 a month. And that's a whole nother category, a whole nother level. But I'm going to suggest that 3,600 is the national average, but four to 6,000 is pretty much the average of where somebody who wants to live in a nice home, that's what it's really going to cost and what it's going to take. So long-term care insurance, uh, the way they do it is typically a per day amount, maybe $100 a day, 150 200 But with the policies that you were working with, were they cost of living increase? Uh, you know, they increased as time went on? So there are different kind of policies, yes and no. Um, and that's one of the confusing things. Not everything is an apples-to-apples comparison. So it's very important that you look at certain parts of that. One is, um, how do you get your money? So sometimes they require you to put it in uh, weekly and monthly. Um, you know, I have a preference. So the company that I work for, I, I'm not going to, you know, advertise for them because there are several great companies out there. I happen to like these people the most. They trained. They were good people at the time when I worked with them. It was a great company. But one of the things that they did was allow you a monthly rate. So you've got a monthly rate that you could spend any way you wanted. Other companies, on the other hand, and this is at the time, they only allowed you to spend a certain amount on certain things. Do you see the difference? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so those are the little things. So it might be the same monthly amount, but all of a sudden there were some caveats that all of a sudden you had to work around and work with. Um, it. it is not inexpensive, but it is the best way in which to ensure that your um, length of life has a quality to it because Medicaid takes everything. You will lose every mm. single piece of money. Anything that you work for will be gone, so you might as well buy the insurance. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people listening, they're, they're thinking, I don't even know what I have available. And if you're assuming that somebody else is going to take care of you, we're going to go back and we're going to cover those, those numbers in just a minute where you'll see exactly what your options are, what things cost, where the money might come from, and how you can pull it all together. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show you a way that you can live for free, long-term for free. So I'm going to give you that information on our next section as we come back. This is Second Wind Success. I'm Gene Garino, and I'm here with my co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews, and we're helping baby boomers find and discover their second wind in business and in life. Second Wind Success. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. If you've been thinking about mom, dad, are they safe? Are they comfortable? Are they able to take care of themselves? Well, maybe you're ready for assisted living for mom or dad. I know you don't want to put them in a home because if you're like me, when mom and dad needed help, you didn't want to just put them in a big box facility with 100, 200 people. No, you they lived in a home and you want to keep them in a home. Well, I found a solution. It's called Sweetwater Pines, upscale assisted living in a very, very comfortable home setting right near Scottsdale Road and Cactus in a beautiful, gorgeous home. If you're looking for 24-hour care where they're safe and taken care of and loved on, all the food, all the medication management, everything they need, and a great place for you to come and visit as well, well, there it is for you. If you'd like a tour just to check it out and see what it's like, give a call, 602-430-5382. That's Sweetwater Pines at 602-430-5382. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here And this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's R-A-L-Academy.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Gene at RALacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at RALacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. Welcome back. This is Gene Garino, Second Wind Success, with my co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. <laughs> it's fun to have you here. <laughs> We're we're talking about residential assisted living. I love and we're actually in the yeah. this stuff because we're people. Yeah, but there's a lot of people listening, and I know again this show, Second Wind Success, is all about helping baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. And what we're going to do is today taking the whole show to talk about this opportunity and residential assisted living. So we're going to get there. But we were in a great conversation. We were talking about long term care insurance and what it costs now. I know when those long-term insurance companies came out with their products years ago, they had things like lifetime benefits. They had zero waiting periods. They had cost of living increases. But after they went through some history where, you know, they were literally planning, I read an article in the Wall Street Journal, those insurance companies were planning on most of the people who signed up for the insurance to cancel the insurance, stop paying for it within the first couple of years. But what they found is, no, they kept it, and they've kept it for life. The next thing they were planning on is that these people would finally use their benefit and only collect for a couple of months. And it's like, no, what's happening is they're moving in, and they're collecting for years and years and years. So it has absolutely blown up their actuary tables and their investment tables and and all of that. So those insurance companies have been paying out a lot of benefit, and now they've changed it. So somebody gets long-term care insurance today, it might be for a two-year period benefit. It may be have a cost of living increase, but they may have to pay a lot more for that than they did before. So how do other people pay for this? You know, Carolyn, in your experience, when somebody has long-term care insurance, they're all set, that's great. But what are some of the other options for somebody to pay for this? A lot of people will um, sell their home. They'll use their home as their um as, as their form of insurance, if they're thinking and pragmatic about it. Most of the time what people are doing is they're not even thinking about their, um, what I call their sunset plan. And um, unfortunately what happens is all of a sudden they realize they need to do something. 
So then they turn to their house, which they had originally planned on giving to their children. Or they try to have their children come in and take care of them. The problem with that is children, you know, now we have careers. We're not all on the farm like we used to. Uh, We Mm -hmm. all aren't self-employed. Um, and so the flexibility and the ease of being able to do that is um, not as available to some people. What I, you know, one of the things that we're going to slide into, and I don't want to give away the, the secret, but I think we know we're going there. What happens if you owned your own assisted living place? You know, by owning yeah. it, that's better than paying for the insurance because, look, we don't know how the companies are going to pay out. You get to be in charge, and then your children know exactly what you want. So, Gene, I really just want to slide straight into, you know, how do we own one of these? And that's exactly, you know, what's, that's what I'm doing for myself. Yeah, it's a great segue, and it's exactly what we want to share with you, because those of you listening right now, we've talked a little bit about that people are getting older, they're lasting longer. When you move into assisted living, it's expensive, not inexpensive. It's four or $5,000, $6,000 per month. And if you're there for three years, and the average is three and a half years, the people need help with their activities of daily living, I mean, that's a couple hundred thousand dollars anyway. So here's a great solution. One, certainly you could have a long-term care insurance policy. Most people don't feel that they're going to get the benefit out of that because they're buying it 30, 40 years in advance of when they're going to use it. It's going to cost them $4,000 a year in a premium, 7000 for you and your spouse. So they're feeling like, oh, it's a lot of money out. That's a lot of years in the future, and I may not even need it. Well, here's the deal. Let's avoid all of that. And how about if you start your own residential assisted living home? Now, I know some of you listening are saying, whoa, 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 that's a whole different thing. I don't want to have that business, or I don't want to deal with seniors today, and I'm just going to make a comment. I guarantee, I absolutely guarantee that everybody listening is going to get involved in assisted living one way or the other. Let's face it, you're either going to own the real estate, (laughs) yeah, you're going to either own the real estate and lease it to an operator, or you're going to be an operator or you're going to live in somebody else's home or facility and somebody's writing a check to take care of you for the rest of your life. So here's the solution. What we do is residential assisted living. And just to kind of define what that is, it's a single family home. So it's a residential home, not a hotel, not a converted apartment complex. That home itself is right in the middle of a neighborhood. And you could be living next to one and you would not even know it. There's not a bunch of two-year-olds running around. There's not bikes, and there's not lots of cars. The residents in the home don't drive their car anymore. They're being taken care of 24-7 with caregivers who are professionally trained who are taking care of them day and night with all of their activities of daily living are being taken care of. And those people are spending, paying four, five, six thousand dollars $6,000 each, and there might be eight, ten, twelve maybe even 16 people in that single-family home. Now, I want to make sure, again, you're listening, and I just said 16 people in a single-family home. It's not a three-bedroom, two-bath breeder box, as I call it. You know, 1,500 square feet, 2,000 square feet. It's a bigger home. Now, you could do it in a small home, and you could have two people in a bedroom. But the way we do it at RAL Academy, when you go to RALacademy.com, you'll see pictures and videos and so on. But the way we do it is we take a nicer home, maybe a bigger home, maybe convert some of the space into bedrooms so there's a lot more bedrooms, maybe more private rooms and some shared or semi-private. 
But if you own the home, and I'll go through the numbers so you can all hear exactly what why Carol and I are in this business, what gets us so excited. But if you own that home and you're making money now and you're making an extra 10000 a month profit, which that's pretty good. I think a lot of you listening could probably all your bills are paid. You don't have to go to work. You can fire the boss. You're in control. But an extra ten grand a month, nobody's going to say, no, I won't take it. Don't want it. So if you're making the money today, the extra 10000 a month, but when it comes time for you to need help, and whether it's just for a weekend or a week or a month or the rest of your life, you can literally move into the home and have 24-hour care. All of your food is taken care of. All the medication management is taken care of. And that's what we do. We create these home environments for assisted living. And by the way, they call it lots of different things all around the country. In Arizona, it's called one thing. In Florida, it's called another. In Minnesota, they call it something different. So in your area, it might be an assisted living residence. might be an assisted living facility. It might be a personal care home. So there's different names in different states. But it's a home, residential setting in the middle of a neighborhood. It's a group home for the elderly with 24-hour care and their activities of daily living are being provided for. Now I'm going to go into the numbers, but, you know, Carolyn, you've been in some of these homes. How do you feel when you go in these homes? They're beautiful. As you you know, I um, started looking at these um, years ago for my uh, grandparents and my aunts and uncles. And, um, boy, some of the places, you've described it so well when you said you can smell the neglect. When you go mm-hmm. into these homes that we do that, and we train people how to do and certify them in doing, is they're happy homes. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, they're neat and clean and, you know, there's kitchens. Every time I look at one of the kitchens, I'm like, I need to put that kitchen in my house now. It is so nice. So, and the rooms are very nice. The bathrooms are great. Nothing is, you know, I'm going to just say nothing's low class or even middle class. It's very nice and comfortable. I think that's the real important thing. And um, the caretakers are great. So when you walk in, you feel good. It has a good feel to it, you know, and it feels like your own home in a lot of ways. And that's exactly the feel that we want you to have when you walk in. You know, you said something that's such a beautiful word picture in a negative sense. You can smell the neglect in those big homes. When you go to those large facilities and you walk through the front door and it just hits you like a ton of bricks, somebody's not taking care of something. But in our homes, everything is well taken care of. The staff to resident ratio is much lower than in a lot of places. So we may have one caregiver taking care of five residents. So you may have two caregivers taking care of 10 residents. We're in a big box facility. There could be one caregiver taking care of 15 or 20 residents. And at nighttime, oh my goodness, it's one caregiver taking care of 30 or 40. So in the home, they know the people by name. They know the caregiver. They know them by face, by recognition. It's the person they're working with on a regular basis. In a big facility, you never quite know who's going to show up. So big, huge difference there. So let's talk about the money for a second. And, uh, you know, then I want to get into, I know some of you are wondering about zoning or insurance or how do we find residents or what about caregivers and all those kinds of things. If you want information on that, you can always go to ralacademy.com. That's ralacademy.com. There's a whole section on just frequently asked questions where I did little videos to kind of answer a lot of those questions. 
In addition, if you just want to call somebody and talk to them on the phone about the training or what we do, call 480-704-3065. 480-704-3065. So these homes, the money, if the average home is 3600 per person and if we're charging four or 5000 per person, which... I was in Washington State, Seattle area last week, and the average there was 7000 per person. So let's just say it's 5000 a person. And let's say your home is licensed for 10 people. That's a potential gross income of 5000 times 10 people, $50,000 a month in this single-family home. Now, the expenses, the biggest expense is the caregivers. It is your most important expense, the labor. The caregivers are 24-7. There's probably a manager. It could be a caregiver that's also the manager, but there may be a manager on top of that. Usually the caregivers are preparing food, but in an upscale home, you might have a chef, a culinary trained professional who comes in and does cook-to-order breakfast and cook-to-order lunch and prepares dinner in between. So it's a beautiful setting. Imagine living in a home where all of your laundry is taken care of. All of your food is prepared by a chef. All of the housekeeping is taken care of, and there's no utility bills. You've got all the cable and all the fancy channels, and you're in a beautiful home, and it's only costing you 5000 a month with all that care. I mean, it's a beautiful setting. So that 5000 after expenses, and I mean the mortgage, the property tax, the liability insurance, the employees, and everything, right down to the food and the napkins, you're still netting somewhere between 10000 and potentially $20,000 in net profit each month from that. It's a beautiful business model. It truly, truly is. And I think the part that really I appreciate the most is I'm helping other people. I know when I wanted help with my mom, I couldn't find what I was looking for. And that's when I vowed to create the solution and I would be proud to have, do it so I'm proud to have mom and dad live in the home because I knew if I was proud enough to have them in my home, there'd be other people who would be proud enough to bring their mom and dad in. So it's a wonderful do-good, do-well solution to this problem. I think um, what I liked about it for myself was um, that I had a little more control. And um, as someone who has another really kind of really like a full-time job doing other things, consulting, um, we don't have the re- we don't have the ability to rely on um, social security. Um, a lot of people have the idea that Medicare takes care of them and pays for long term care. Uh, since I had done long term care insurance, I knew that I couldn't rely on that. And also, I needed something that had um, good profitability for the work that I'm doing of making sure that this place is running. At the same time, I'm not doing all the work. I'm the brains behind of it, behind it, and that's what you're getting paid for. You're getting paid for being the brains behind it and making sure everything runs smoothly and you have other people actually do the physical work. So I really want to emphasize that, that if you have a full-time job, you can still do this. If you don't have a full-time job, you can still do this. There's ways of making this uh, work for you, and um, getting educated, of course, is super important. But I would really encourage you to um, take a look at this as, a, as your second job or after retirement job because many of us become physically unable to have the um, physical jobs that we had before, so to speak, or we were forced into retirement before uh, we were ready. So 
to me, it was yeah. just a really, it was a really big piece um, of the puzzle for what I was looking for. I was looking for a business that I could help people and also make a good enough profit that I had enough money. Got it. You know, you brought up a really important point, the whole concept of that this is something that you can do without being there 40 hours a week. And that's really important because I think there's a lot of things that people are thinking about doing, whether it be consulting or if you're working for somebody else, they pretty much dictate you got to show up here and you got to be done by here. You're welcome to take your work home and work all weekend too, but, you know, it's a nine to five and so on. But with this, you don't have to be. I mean, I may not go see the homes for a month, and but I, I do talk to the manager over the phone. We'll have conversation as needed, but it's a great business. I really fits my lifestyle because I love the fact that I don't have to be in a specific location. I don't have to go there and be there at 9 o'clock and fight traffic to get there. So in this kind of business, it's in a home, a residential setting. You can do it in-state or out-of-state. And that's a good concept, too. The, you know, a lot of people come through our class, and at the end of three days, they're like, well, Gene, do I have to do this in my area, or can I do it right there in Phoenix, Arizona, where you hold the class? And the answer is you can do it anywhere, but if you want to be hands-off, not hands-on, you want, want it to be, you don't want to go there every day, you might be better off not having it in your own backyard. So doing it out of the city or that you live in, that area, 100 miles away or 1,000 miles away, can actually be a very good thing. The key is to have the team, and we'll talk about the team in the next section on, you know, let's talk all those things that we need to know about the team in regards to the who do we need, what is it, how does it work, how do we get licensed, all those different things. This is Second Wind Success, where we help baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. I'm Gene Garino with my co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. Second Wind Success. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here And this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's ralacademy.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. Have you ever wondered how mom is doing today? I mean, you're at work, you're comfortable, but is she? Is she okay today? Your mom, your dad, she may need help. He may need help, but you're not sure what to do. I know you're not ready to put mom in a home. Nobody ever is. But here's the deal. Is she able to take care of herself? And if you're not quite sure, you're not quite ready, here's what I did. When my mom needed help, I started to look, and I didn't want a big box solution, 100, 200 people, like an apartment or hotel. I was looking for a home, and I found it. 
Adagio Gardens, right here in Phoenix, a comfortable home with a group of seniors my mom's own age, dad's own age, where she can be taken care of 24-7. Whether they need medication management or housekeeping and all the food, everything is provided in a very comfortable home life. So if you're looking for a safe place for mom where she can be taken care of, check out Adagio Gardens. I did. Give them a call, 602-430-5382. Adagio Gardens, 602-430-5382. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Gene at RALacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at RALacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. All right, all right. It's Gene Garino, Second Wind Success with my co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews. Hello, Carolyn. It's always a pleasure to be here with you, Gene. It is. We're having fun. We're talking about residential assisted living. That's what every baby boomer just hopes they talk about every day. I, I mean, this is such a... <laughs> <laughs> the reason why we're talking about it is, again, this whole show is about helping baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. And people ask me all the time, hey, what do you do? What was your second wind? And for me, it was residential assisted living. When my mom needed help, I couldn't figure or find a place for her to go. I couldn't, couldn't figure out how to do this. And so I devoted myself to creating a home situation where we turn a single-family home into the assisted living. Because mom didn't want to move to a hotel, to an apartment complex, to where there's 200 other people. It looked good to us. It's like, come on, mom, look at this. There's 200 other people you can play bridge with. There's a movie theater. There's a dining hall. And she's like, I've lived in a home all my life. I didn't want to move to a hotel move to a cruise ship, you know, it's good to visit once in a while, but to live there, no, they want to stay at home. So the residential assisted living is the next best thing to staying at home. And from a cost standpoint, it's not inexpensive. It's $3,600 on average nationwide for a private room in assisted living. So for a, a nicer above average home, not top of the top cream of the crop, but just a little bit nicer, 4000 five, 6000 When we do presentations all over the country, I ask people, how much did you pay for mom or dad or how much are you paying? And I've heard everything. The low end is 3000 The high end is 15000 So $5,000 a month. Now, we started to go through the numbers. If you have a single-family home, and by the way, here's a rule of thumb, something we teach in our three-day training academy at RAL Academy, but 300 square feet per resident. So living space, if you have a 3,000-square-foot home and you have 10 residents, that's dividing it 300 square feet of living space per resident, that's a good-sized home. Inside the home, you want it, You can have two people in a room. That's called semi-private. They share a room, but private rooms are better. So if you have a four-bedroom home and you don't do any changes, don't do any additions, four bedrooms, you could have eight people. But there's probably some space inside the home that you could convert into a bedroom. So if we convert some space and make a fifth bedroom, now we can have 10 people in the home. But when you come out to visit my homes, and that's a big part of the three-day training that we do, we call it the fast track, 
because you literally walk into my homes. I teach the class myself. You walk into my homes, meet my managers, my caregivers, and you see the homes that I took from right from the very beginning and took all through the process, point out all the details so you can see it from the inside out. But you'll see those homes, and the homes are there's additions, garages have been converted, so they're big homes. It might be 4,000 square feet, 4,800 square feet. I even have a 6,400 square foot home that's just beautiful. If I were in Texas, I'd have 16 people in that all day long because the state of Texas allows you to have 16 people in a single home. They call it a small facility for residential assisted living. So the numbers are off the chart, and the comfort and the care that we can provide in a home-like setting is really what I'm most proud about. So, Carol, I want to mention this, but go for it. You brought up a great point right there is about the the, um, care ratio. So in uh, larger, what we call big boxes, you know, they look like apartments. They can be fancy, I mean, like with a cook and all that kind of stuff, but it's more like a co-ed dorm without all the fun part. Um, (laughs) They, they... It's true, right? You, like, you're yeah. all in these sort of individual hospital-type rooms, but there's a chandelier in the dining room. You know, it, it, they make it look fancy. Uh, one, of the, one of the things is, is that their care ratios are like one person to ten. That's not unusual for those larger ones, whereas the type of homes we run will be one person and sometimes two or more uh, when you reach six. So all of a sudden you have people that know and really care for them because it's more of a one-on-one type feel to it. And they're able to really do some great things um, where of getting to know, it's like more of a family setting. It's not just, it's not a cold environment um, of people on a shift work. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, that really is what we're going for. It's a home atmosphere, and it looks and feels and smells like a home in a very good way. Our homes, we have special systems. Uh, we had Eye and Air on one of our earlier shows, and they were explaining the system that is installed in the home to make it smell beautiful. So it's got just a, a wonderful smell. The only thing you might smell is cookies baking in the oven on occasion, but nothing bad. It's, it's a wonderful place. So these homes, by the way, you can do them all over the country, and they're called different things. It called the, could be assisted living facility in a residential setting, and could be an assisted living residence. might be called a personal care home. In the state of California, they have a special name, RCFE. That's Residential Care for the Elderly. Some states, they call it board in care. So there's lots of different names, but it's important that you know the right name for your state when you go to get the approval to have this home. And that's a big part of our training, where to do it, how to do it, what zoning do you need, what licensing is required, how do we find a manager, how do they find the caregivers, what qualifications do they have to be a caregiver. You know, some states, it's fog a mirror and you're a caregiver. <laughs> Other states, it's a lot of training and certification. So to give you an idea, in the state of Texas, it's as simple as a GED, so you need to have a, uh, at least a high school or equivalent education, 18 years old, and that's it, no training required. In the state of Florida, it's 18, a GED, and one hour, 60 minutes, one hour of training before you start. Three hours of on-the-job training within the first three I'm sorry, first 30 days, first month. Now, in Arizona, we're 
completely swing the pendulum to the other side. 104 hours of class, TV test, background check, fingerprint card, before you even begin, before you're certified to be a caregiver in the state of Arizona. So some states very lax and others very stringent. But we want to make sure that no matter when we have students that are in Florida or in Texas, we make sure that they understand it's important for your caregivers to be properly trained. So we even help them with that training process if needed to make sure that they're properly trained for their home and providing that service. You know, when we talk about the idea of the the residential care in the home itself, just let's talk about what's needed in the home. Bedrooms, we mentioned. You can have two people in a bedroom. Some states do allow three, four people in a bedroom, but I'm going to suggest don't do that. Two people. More bedrooms is better. Bathrooms. You need at least one bathroom for every six residents. That's pretty much standard around the country. Now, we have lots of bathrooms. We install additional bathrooms because people will pay more for that private bathroom in their room. But two is all you need. So you literally could do this with 10 people with five bedrooms and two bathrooms. Now, I want you to have a nicer home, a bigger home, private rooms if you can, private bathrooms if you can. And we walk people through that. It's really just a matter of what does it cost? What does it take? Is it worth it? And then how do you do it? So, Carolyn, you've been to the class, and you were just in the class recently this week helping us. And, and I thank you so much for coming out to help because you have great perspective. Uh, what do you think about the class? Is it worth coming to? Is it a good way to learn? Well, you know, I'm going to say yes because I'm somebody who um, looked around and had been looking for this answer for about five years before we met at Harvard. And um, when I heard you speak, I was like, oh, thank God, finally somebody who can really teach me how to do this. And um, I had been looking for a while because I had spoken with a girl who was 24 whose father purchased her her first home at the age of 18. And um, it was definitely one of those things where she was driving a very fancy car. She was uh, financially set. I was a single mom. I was a business and life coach consultant. And I uh, was desperate for finding something that was steady and good. So when I came to your class, I had definitely done my research, and you guys blew me away, and, and of course, I became a believer and part of um, what I like to call the um, RAL cult, because uh, <laughs> you find that people who have come to your class are fanatical about doing it the right way. They're fanatical about providing a really great place for you, uh, for, for their people. They're fanatical about talking with each other about any challenges that come up. So you know they've gotten a really great education. They go out and then they do it. And we just really have a bunch of people who are fanatical about this because they so see the need and they want to provide what, what we consider a really good thing for the world, the universe, for, the, for our area. Um, you have this thing where you say, do good and do well. It's important that we not sacrifice. Uh, when we go into business, a lot of times what happens is, I see this all the time, everybody gets paid except yourself. And this is one of those businesses that you can still pay everyone well and also get well paid while you're doing good in the world. So, um, and you just, when you go to class and you take the three days to learn this, you do have enough that you know what you need to do and, um, and sort of the ins and outs of all of it. Now, the industry, it's a big industry. 
so you have the really great foundation of being able to go out there and be successful with it. So yeah, I'm I'm part of the cult. I I freely admit to it. Um, only because it's worked really well for me, and I've seen it work really well for other people. And thank God you're doing this, because I don't know who else is out there. I, I've seen some other people. They don't even do the business. They just yeah. went and, like, researched something and then have people come and pay them, and they're not even doing it. They don't know the ins and outs. It's irritating, and people waste their money on that. Yeah, we've all been there, and... uh you know, when I first designed the class, it was like I, I shared at the very beginning, if you were listening from the start, the concept of I did it myself. People asked me to share it with them, and I did. And before we knew it, it became this academy where people come from all over the world now for this training, and the trainings are sold out weeks in advance. Next one's in June. If you want information, go to ralacademy.com. But those people come in and they learn, and my goal is to have them go and do it. So when I first started it, the whole thing, and I want everybody to hear this, is I want you to take action. I want you to do it. The class is designed so that you have the information you need to go do this now. It's not a teaser class. It's not a, oh, here's the next class afterwards. No, you have the information you need to go out and do this and do it successfully. You will know a whole lot more than I knew before I got started I did it. I know you can do it. Now, you may want some help, some consulting, some hand-holding after the fact. And, yes, we can provide that for you, but I'm teaching you what you need to know to get up and running now. That's what I want you to know. Very, very important. One of the big benefits, too, by the way, is, Carolyn, is the people. I mean, the hanging out, the having fun. Oh, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. The people are great. I mean, it takes a certain type of person and good people. And you also, um, one of the things that's very interesting is you do sort of these sort of preliminary interviews in the beginning. So, you know, if there's somebody that's out there just in it for the money, they probably don't even show up at the at this because um, what has happened is you guys have kind of interviewed them and kind of said, hmm, this isn't for you. Um, these people are good people. They're very intent on being successful and um, and helping others. And so it's just this good breed of people that are there. I don't know how else to explain it. They're dedicated, they're thoughtful, um, and they're caring. At the same time, they're not required to be in the business, um, you know, of actually caring for for in the business of taking care of them, that's what you hire other people for. Again, you're at the higher level of owning the business and making and being the brains behind the business. So the people are just great. I just, uh, like I said, it's our own little uh, tribe and uh, team of people that we just enjoy each other immensely. It is. It's a lot of fun, and there's such. I've met such incredible people. I mean, I'm just thinking about this past weekend, the amazing people that we met that I never would have met before if I hadn't have done this class. And they come together, and we learn so much together, then we network together after, and there's a lot of helping of each other. And one of the things we talk about in our inner circle, and you'll learn about that when you come to the class, is these, there's deals that happen. I mean, I had somebody contact me and wanted me to get involved in their deal, and I said, you know what, that's great, I appreciate it, but I'm going to connect you with one of our inner circle members here because they're the ones who'd be the perfect partners for you with the money and the time and the location that you're in. So connecting people and having that. So I do want to say that we've talked a lot about assisted living and residential assisted living, how to do it, how to get in, how to get yours paid for free, long-term care insurance, uh, all kinds of things. And there's so much more that we could share. But what I encourage you to do is if you want to learn more, go to the website, ralacademy.com. 
ralacademy.com. Just put in your email. There's webinars you can watch, information you can have, or simply call 480-704-3065. 480-704-3065. So when you call, you can ask questions, you can come and you can learn with the webinars. We have a home study course, a self-study course, where I'm literally in the studio right now refilling it. You'll have the latest and greatest available to you. Great content, quizzes, tests, everything there so you'll know what you're doing. But really the best way to learn this is to come on out for a live class. What we call a three-day fast track. You'll fast-track your learning process, come together. The networking is off the chart. And one of the things that I love as well is we can bring in guests who have specific knowledge on topics like SBA financing, operations. We have managers come in and caregivers come in, asset protection, entities, how to put those together, insurance. There's so many people that we can bring in on the live class that we don't have in the home study. So for those of you wondering which way I should go, then the concept of, Coming to the live class is definitely the way for you. I appreciate you being here this week and listening to Second Wind Success. This show is all about helping baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. I'm Gene Garino. I'm here with our co-host, Carolyn C.J. Matthews, and we're here to say do good and do well. We'll see you soon. Second Wind Success. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week. Second Win Success with Gene Garino can be heard every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to stay the course. Good times are just ahead.